flow with the show. Hey, hey, hope you're doing all right. This is Flow with the Show. This is episode number four, and I'm Toronto electronic music vocalist Flo Anastasia. I've got a very special guest with me today, music producer based in Missouri in the U.S., and also a very hilarious dude. <laughs> Winslow, Winslow, <laughs> welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, how are you? <laughs> Good, thank you. I almost called you a co- comedian, too. Oh I mean, you're, you're a... F- <laughs> <laughs> Just a very like low tier in my room comedian. I mean, you bring people uh, a lot of a lot of joy, and uh, I've definitely picked up a lot of positive vibes from your content. I know you and I don't really know each other that well, but I also feel like I kind of know you yeah, because it's, the, <laughs> it's like the mystery of the watching people on the internet. And it's like, yes, I know you. It's like, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So this is super surreal for me, and I really, really appreciate that you that you were willing to come on the show. Um, yeah, thank you, thank you so much for all of your just like authentic, hilarious <laughs> content. I mean, you're obviously a super talented guy, and I just love that you're also willing to be like goofy and yeah. very true to yourself. <laughs> oh, thank you. You know, like the same as you as well. I've been like watching these, like your your show these past few episodes, and it's like it's been great. Like oh, for, the, thanks, for the, all the same reasons, I think. Oh, of just like feeling that. like I'm listening to just like a regular conversation instead of hi, welcome to NPR. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my my radio voice does come on a little bit. Like yeah. you're listening to. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm curious. Like with your you're so like yourself online, and I know you've spoken about um, you know, over time you're getting more comfortable like revealing more of yourself online and it's definitely something that I'm I'm trying kind of actively to do because I I feel like I've spent so long just like hiding away and like not wanting to show myself and that kind of stopped me from even just kind of really getting into social media for the longest time and so I'm curious like do you is that something you have to like actively fight against or are you getting (laughs) more comfortable like how do you go about it I think I used to be, I just, I used to like, and a year, two years ago, I could not do this probably and just like talk like in coherent sentences. I'm like, yeah, okay. You want to talk to me? <laughs> yeah. But I think no it's way. just like, it's just like the making videos to where it's just me. I'm in like my space. I'm comfortable. If I mess up, I can just edit it. That kind of thing. And just getting used to talking in front of a camera and in a microphone and hearing yourself. It's the weirdest thing, but I'm still, I'm like used to it now. <laughs> but it's just like it's the exposure i guess of just like trying and trying and getting used to it and also finding a way that works for you and like your personality because i'm very (laughs) low-key and just like calm all the time i can't do like what the youtuber personality like what's up guys 10 minutes of hard cuts (laughs) like this I can't do it. It's it's just not me. And I know I've tried. For like 30 seconds, I tried. I was like, nope, let me just restart and just do the video like I normally do it. And honestly, that's what what works the most. And it's like this difficult thing of you see so many people doing something one way, you think it has to be done that way. And then it doesn't work out for you no matter how hard you force, force it. Mm-hmm. But then you just pull back and do whatever be whatever yourself is and then that works oddly enough because i'm still like why are you guys watching me i'm not that interesting yeah. 
I mean, I think you, I think you touched on something really, really interesting, which is like, yeah, like being yourself, but then also understanding like who yourself even is. Yeah. I know that um, it's one of those things that when I was younger, I definitely used the term a lot of like, I'm finding myself and yeah. uh, finding myself as an artist. And I know for a lot of like uh, young kids growing up nowadays, they don't, they don't, you know, for example, they're told a lot, like, you know, be true to yourself, find your passion. And they're like, I don't know what my passion is. Yeah. <laughs> so I try to, when I'm thinking about that in that mindset, it's like, I guess, I guess this whole thing, this whole life's journey is part of it is figuring yourself out. And yeah, you're not really going to wake up in the morning and know like, this is who I am and this is what I'm trying yeah. to do per se. Um, I mean, I feel like I'm getting a little bit closer to it, but every day is still definitely like an evolving journey. Um, I also really like that you, you've talked about, um, like comparing yourself to others. Um, when you spoke about that, that definitely really resonated with me. I think you had like a video about it and the idea was that, yeah, like we're looking at social media and you see people doing really well or in the music producer space, like people have really good snares and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's, it's, difficult to co to compare yourself and I've definitely I've definitely felt a lot of that over the years it's definitely something that even just like because for so for, for as an example for me personally like my ever since I was a kid like my weight has fluctuated up and down my whole life I've always been sort of mildly overweight to like more overweight and back and forth and as I was growing as an artist I was like okay yes I'm I have to do the social media thing like I want I want to be more online I want to like engage with people but I'm also very scared to take videos of myself because I don't want people to really know what I look like and so I kind of kept waiting until I would like look really good but then years went by and I was like well this isn't really like I'm either just gonna keep waiting or like I guess I have to like show what I look like and so that's been kind of a journey over the last few years but I've also felt the flip side which is um sometimes when something really good has happened or something I'm really proud of I'm also kind of nervous to share it because I don't want people to feel bad yeah so <laughs> it's clearly overthinking all of, all of that is just it's like I've I've felt the same way so much especially with like being on video it's like oh what's that on my face what's this why do i look like this <laughs> and then i like i'll look back to other, just like other videos and stuff it's like huh so this year i put on some weight after <laughs> after this <laughs> pandemic it's like you know but it's okay and then it's like yeah, yeah. but I'm going outside again. Let me get back on my bike or something. Like just right. like side ideas like that. Or and I, like now I'm like, yeah, it's it's whatever. It's it's me. I'm I'm comfortable either way. Like if there's something I want to work on, I'll work on it. Um, it's it's whatever. But then like years ago, especially like growing up and having like dealing with a lot of those kind of same things, like I was always like the bigger kid and just like the the odd one out that just liked other things like me liking drum and bass now like where i'm from is the odd thing out and i've always been like the odd one so eventually you just i just like might as well embrace it i just like different things i don't know <laughs> yeah and and ironically they say that like the more you are authentic and vulnerable the more people will 
resonate with that, which I really appreciate hearing. I feel like I don't, I didn't really hear that a lot growing up. I feel like maybe that was sort of more, uh, in the days, like, I guess, preceding social media where really everything you did see was like in magazines and on TV and you didn't really see as many authentic people. So I guess, I guess that's kind of worked out in like the modern age where you are encouraged to do that. And it, and it does actually work out. And then also if there's people that don't resonate with who you really are, then they can just not watch you. Um. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, yeah, really like it's, it's hard to get over like the the feeling that you basically grow up with like you have to present yourself this way and you have to do things this way and it's like sometimes like there's there's a reason for i guess why certain things are like certain ways you're supposed to i guess conduct yourself like if you're going to be like professional just be professional right. but it's like it's like for social media it's like you don't need to necessarily be a brand to show things off you don't have to to act a certain way just like, hey, this I did this. I wrote some music. Here you go. Maybe you have to yeah. dress it up a little bit more than that sometimes. But when you take the time to figure out what your way to dress it up is, it works for you and it satisfies like the marketing engine or whatever. Right. Yeah. And it's so hard to figure out where that balance is. Yeah. I mean, I th- I feel like you're you're so good at it. It's one of my favorite things about about your your content is that it is very like funny and, (laughs) and I'm curious, like, how do you, are you just like a naturally funny kind of guy or (laughs) how do you come up with your uh, ideas? uh, Yeah. I think that's, that is, it's just me, I guess, naturally me. I've always um, just kind of been like, the quick witted, let me just tell a joke real fast, that kind of thing, even when it's inappropriate. It's like yeah. we're trying to have a serious conversation. <laughs> Guys, I have a joke. But yeah, I'm gonna hold it for now. Fi- <laughs> comedy yeah. at its finest. Yeah. And it's I don't know, I just figured out, I guess, a way not to make it work necessarily, but just to like not steer away from just to embrace as I don't know, as <laughs> cliche as it might sound embraces who I am just be that person all mm. the time and not without not like oversharing or being too much but just this is this is me you know it's like it happens it definitely comes across in the videos even though they're like edited because I don't keep all the like me like why did you say that do it again yeah. <laughs> it's like the four or five <laughs> takes but definitely like when I'm doing like streams and stuff and like DJing and things and people in the comments can be like terrible until they get used to you because oh, okay. like in the beginning, it's just like, Oh, this guy's not mixing and he's not doing this. How I think he's supposed to do it. And he messed up. And I heard a little bit of a bit of like clanging there. So I'm like, immediately I'm like, if you came here to get for like a perfect mix and everything you think you need to hear, this is not the place I'm just goofing around and having fun. And like, once people like, get that either they, I mean either they leave or they stick around like yeah this is this is fun this is enjoying because like everything can't be you know perfect I can't be the the cliche serious drum and bass guy all black squatting down in an alley <laughs> staring off in the distance <laughs> hand on face like <laughs> yeah. yeah I can't it's like it's not me so I might as well just make a make fun out of it make fun of myself which is another thing 
just self-deprecating humor just immediately yes. tears down any kind of walls people have. Oh man, I, I guess that's that's probably why I relate a lot to you because I'm very, <laughs> very, very much the same way. And I also um, definitely relate to the kind of being the the outsider kind of growing up and uh, especially in drum and bass. I think that's another reason why I'm so like proud of you, even though I don't <laughs> know you personally. Um, just, you know, you've been able to find success in drum and bass, which is a genre that's, you know, where where we are. So me in Canada, you in the U.S., uh, you know, we're quite far geographically yeah. from where drum and bass is really big in the U.K. and Europe, Australia, whatever. And um, you've still been able to to find your way and to find success in that genre. And I'm sure it's super inspiring as well to a lot of the youngsters out there that yeah. are also trying to to, I guess, you know, find find their own way. And so I'm, I'm curious if you have any specific advice for people who are trying to, uh, I guess, come up, especially in a place where maybe they don't have, you know, personal, personal connections to the people around them in the genre? Oh, that's a good, really good question. Um, so I think the, fir the first thing that comes to mind is, especially with us not being able to like, oh, let me just walk down the street and run into insert UK drum and bass legend yeah. here <laughs> at the store. It's just like the, the, the biggest thing is that, if you want, you have to be like, you have to put yourself out there and be public. Like you can't be found if you're not in a place to be found, you know, like whether that's SoundCloud or YouTube or any kind of like social media, if you want people to see you and what you're doing, you have to put yourself in what you're doing, where the eyes are basically. And go from there. I think I'd and just work at it kind of, again, you have to figure out, how to work things for you because there's all these there's all these stories and like how to do this or how to get people to notice you or how to do this and that but everyone everyone's different there's no one way and i don't know that's one thing i like i guess it's part of like my personality is trying to like figure out people's journeys like how they got to where they are where they're they're just like um big superstar person that for me popped out of nowhere but it's like no they've been at this for a while and a while and a while like or just some new guy that's just like who had like a came like pop out of nowhere had a new track or something he's like wow where have you been it's like, <laughs> but it's finding people's journeys and like okay what part of their journey were they at at this point and like how can I relate that to myself and can I see myself taking like a similar route or maybe that route doesn't work for me and I try something else? It's, oh, ooh, this is another good point. Just try, just do it. Like you can't, there's never a perfect time for that idea you have, except for just try now. If you don't have time now, start in five minutes, but make sure you like you start, you know, you just have to try and try and fail and try and up. Uh, okay, I failed <laughs> and try and try and, and just do that. And eventually, like, you figure out what works. And even if something doesn't work, it's not like, oh, I guess I'll give up. It's, okay, let me figure out why that didn't work and either adjust it or maybe just scrap that idea and try something else. But you have to try. And that it's so hard just to try. It really is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness, 100%. Um, yeah, I, I love that... Uh we have more of an opportunity, I guess, nowadays in 
in an online community where, yes, you've got your SoundCloud, your YouTube. I mean, that that SoundCloud for me was definitely a huge part of my beginning as well, um, where I listened to a lot of different kind of music growing up. And then <clears throat> once I discovered drum and bass um, and had this idea of like, oh, maybe I can try making my own um, SoundCloud, like making an account on SoundCloud, <laughs> just, you know, putting up really crappy little loops. Um, this is even before I was really doing vocals and stuff. I thought at that point I was maybe going to do like production stuff. And then over time, I guess I would put like little bits of vocal into my loops. And then people would ask me, like send me messages on SoundCloud asking for vocal and then kind of going where the demand went yeah. or whatever. And so, cause I, cause I, I grew up like you know, singing in choirs, but I always had a soft voice and I never got like a lead role in or anything. And I was yeah. <laughs> kind of shy about it. And so, um, it was definitely like, uh, drum and bass was a place where I was like, Oh, maybe, maybe this is what I can actually sort of do. And yeah, it was one of those, like one thing led to another one collab led to another. And, uh, and the first, I think like three or four years, I didn't know anybody in Toronto that listened to drum and bass. And I would go, go to some shows alone and, uh, you know, kind of met a couple people that way, but I didn't even like all of my first collabs online were, it, it was like four or five years until I did like a Toronto collab, even yeah. though there's like a bunch of producers <laughs> here. I just, I just didn't know anybody. Um, so the online thing is definitely, uh, a big big part of it. Um, what's it like living in, uh, in Missouri? I don't really know much about it. That makes sense. No one does. No, I don't know much <laughs> about it. <laughs> no, it's, uh, like Midwestern U S town, uh, or city. Um, it's, it's not much. It is, it's, it's, it's here. I don't know. And I, like, I like it. Like it's home. Like I like being here, but there's, there's not a lot, especially if you're like trying to do anything almost like in a creative kind of way. Like people find their ways, but it's like you'd be better off going almost anywhere else just because there's not a lot of like roots here, I guess, if that makes sense. Like there's a small like not even drum and bass, like music, electronic music, DJing scene. Cool. It's very, it's small. It's like it, things happen, but it's not going to be like we have show this week, show this week, big festival yeah. thing here because it's not like this electronic music is like a whole is not like a big thing here at all. Unless it's just like the the general like club night playing electronic music, the college kids come out, have, have yeah. fun, go home, that kind of thing. It's just, it's more of a means to an end as, instead of like, here's the scene and this is what's happening and there's producers right. and there's promoters and there's DJs and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's something cause it's always growing. Like our small group of friends that kind of like you, I now know, but in the beginning is like, I didn't know anybody existed. I thought it was just me kind of yeah. <laughs> not, not in like a, Oh, it's just me that likes drum and bass and everyone is just like, I don't know who else is here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's kind of nice to see how things are growing and looking like bright, I guess, brighter for the future. Like before all like the lockdown and stuff happened, like shows are picking up like you would you get people here, especially like in drum and bass. Like it's definitely like a like a 
a pit stop kind of town. Like you're in Chicago, big city for music. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got to go through St. Louis before you get to like eight more hours to like Colorado and stuff. It's like, oh, I'll just have a stop off show there or something. Right. And it's still fun because the people who come to those shows know the music. They want to be there. But it is like you can count on like both hands, feet maybe. Right. Who yeah. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I gotta, I gotta say, it is, it is quite similar to Toronto. I mean, it sounds like maybe it's a, it's a touch bigger here, but um, I definitely felt very similar in that when I first was looking for drum and bass, like there's no drum and bass specific festivals or anything like that. Um, And I remember like when I was first seeking it out, yeah, it would be something that I'd hear maybe as like a side set at like a, just a general like electronic party or Mm -hmm. something like that. And, uh, and a lot of the more regular shows, like, yeah, I've been to a a ton of shows where it's like me and two other people or like, (laughs) you know, and then, but, but you're right. It's then also you're there because you want to be there. And it's, uh, oh man, this is, it's kind (laughs) of, I'm getting, I'm getting some shivers talking about it because it's been a while, obviously, since we've been to like a real show. And I'm like, what was that like? Um, I got to ask you a really, this is a stereotypical question. Um, I really like the show Superstore. Is this a, is this going to be like a funny question where, cause I think it's based (laughs) in Missouri and, uh, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a while, but it is. (laughs) I I really like that show. I like the, uh, the very kind of like the dry kind of deadpan type of humor. And I also in my, um, in my last job, I worked at, uh, I, one of my big accounts was Walmart. And so I'd kind of like sell our products into like Walmart and speak yeah. to their buyers and stuff. And like just that hot kind of whole corporate environment. And I, I just really like the show. I don't know. I'm just like drawing <laughs> parallels here. I'm like, oh, no, that's no, in Missouri. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's like the only reason anybody would probably know about it. Or just like I mean, just offhanded stuff like, oh, that was in Missouri. What do you know? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it also shows that like any kind of cultural thing, whether it's like art or film or whatever, like it does kind of give you more uh, insight into, I guess, like real, the reality out there. And I, that's kind of how I see this podcast a little bit as well, where I don't really know where this is going, but it's more just like, I really like the prospect of, you know, speaking to people like you who yeah. really inspire me and kind of capturing a, a moment in time. And I'm sure like, you know, 20, 50 years from now, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm, I'm really glad I did that. That really like yeah, the world has yeah, changed exactly. so much since then. <laughs> no, I like feel the same way. It's uh, like, I never, I don't know. I have like a like an overarching plan or something. I'm just like, I'm going to see where this goes and like kind of figure it out from there. That's probably the best way to be because I've definitely fallen into a lot of like, okay, this is specifically the goal. And if I don't reach that, then I get really disappointed and frustrated. And you kind of forget that you're also supposed to be like living in the moment and enjoying the journey (laughs) and like letting it like evolve. And then also adapting to things that happen. Like I, I've heard that you can't necessarily be so like tunnel vision to one thing because then you might miss the opportunities or things that kind of that might happen along the way. Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> it's like the, the, what is it? The, oh my God. It's like, a oh, it's like missing the forest for the trees or something like that. But yes. then it's like the opposite around. It's like, um, it's like, okay, you've been wandering in this forest for a while. Where are you going? <laughs> so you got to kind of keep, you got to kind of keep both in mind. It's yes. weird battle. I don't know. All about balance. 
Um, I, uh, okay, so I want to talk a little bit about uh, your your music and your, I guess, upbringing with music. Um, I've seen a lot of footage in your photos and videos of, you know, there's a piano, there's a guitar. Um, I know that you're a strings player and yeah. uh, you went to uh, university for music and music education, I think. And I'd love yeah. to know... Um, well, and then I also read somewhere that you'd, uh, you've been playing an orchestra since you were eight years old. Yeah. So I want to hear about baby Winslow and oh the journey God. of music from your earliest, yeah. you know, <laughs> days with it. Um, yeah. So I don't know like when it, not anything like started, but it was just like, I then it's like, I'm not really a, in like a musical family, I guess, but just. Not in like, I guess, the way that maybe we treat it. It was like music is like a really big thing. It was more like it's fun. You know, you play the piano. Mom would like sing in choir. My dad played like saxophone and sing, stuff like that. Cool. But it was more just like a like a fun, like hobby kind of thing. And then there was always like a piano or a microphone around and me being like three years old, just wanting to make noise. Like, oh, what's this big thing that makes a lot of noise? Just like cool. start banging on the keys. And then you now your parents are like, you do any one thing. It's like, oh, you could be a piano player when you grow up. Oh, he looked at the camera. He could be a photographer. <laughs> he got a pencil. And then there's a line. Yeah. He could be a famous artist. It's like, well, yeah, potentially you can be anything. But at three, you're just kind of figuring out the world <laughs> and i guess i just kept that like curiosity going and interest in music and stuff like that and i just kept with it like i had piano lessons i think when i was maybe six five or six and like i was doing it for like a few months or like a year or something and then like my teacher like left the school <laughs> that like we were because she's like the music teacher for our school and then she like i think she left because she was like having her daughter and then i was like well i can't have her as a teacher i don't want to play anymore so i didn't play anything <laughs> for like two more years until like third grade came around i think it was like seven or eight and, like do you want to play the violin I'm, like what is that so then i got one and started just like <laughs> doing that it's like i guess i like this after a year of like progressing and stuff and then after that it's like fourth grade i think i eight i never remember anymore <laughs> i started playing like playing the viola again like curiosity thing like what is a viola because after like you play the violin for a year they're like you can play these other three instruments and me being me it's like the bass too heavy the cello i'm lazy the piano <laughs> that's just a little bit bigger it's a little different i'll try that still not knowing anything about it and then i just started playing that and that progressed and it's like oh my teacher's like oh he could be good if he gets lessons my mom like oh that's a good idea i'm gonna sign you up for lessons I'm like no i don't want to <laughs> practice uh and then yeah just a lot of that and then orchestra and like being able to get better and just kind of travel around as like a school-aged orchestra is like not you're not great but like for your age like you're doing things and you're playing around like these different like festivals or different schools and stuff as just like a way to like you know travel on the school bus whatever's like the next town over or something like that and then like i had like my my moment in like set my middle school like eighth grade was like i want to quit i don't want to do this anymore and like mom's like mom's like i bought this instrument you made a commitment you're not quitting it's like Ugh. and i tried my hardest <laughs> to quit so much i was like oh i can't find my instrument 
where is it? I don't know where it is. Like, <laughs> it's like I had left it in like the car, like the trunk under some stuff. It's like, I don't know. And then like they find it like a week later. It's like, huh, you didn't know where it was, did you? It's like, I wonder how I got there. <laughs> yeah. Then it was like eighth beginning of eighth grade, it's like we're signing up for classes. And I made my mom fill out, I like convinced her somehow like to fill out my schedule in pencil. So she put orchestra on there, obviously. And then like later before I turned it in, I erased it because I wanted to be like in a graphic design class. Like that, that's what interested, interested me at the time. And then I had my first class and my, and my like schedule came in like in the mail and like she got to it before I did. <laughs> it's like, you're not an orchestra. What happened there? You're going to an orchestra right now. I'm calling them <laughs> school. And then the next day I'm just like, I'm not playing <laughs> for like a few days. And then I came around and I mean, honestly, it could be like long story short. Here I am still playing because I couldn't quit against my will. And I wow. found my, <laughs> and, but in that time, I found my reason for playing that I wanted, that I had instead of like, this satisfies my mom or this, like my teacher's like, yeah, keep playing. So I play. It's like, now I enjoy it. And I have my own reasons for playing and stuff in my my old age, which is not old. I'm just 27, but hey, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of time before that where I was just like, I don't know. And now it's like, you know what? They were right back then. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that was a, a long-winded way of telling you a story, but yeah, sure. <laughs> I love. I mean, music is such a big part of your life, and it's it it makes sense that it was kind of there with you for so long and in so many different ways. Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of a, a blessing in disguise that uh, that you didn't quit at the time because, I mean, I'm sure you would have found your your way one way or another, but uh, I'm certainly glad that you're you're around making music. You make uh, <laughs> yeah. really excellent, excellent music. Um, I really like to, um, the, the drums in your music always really kind of gets me. Like it's, you've got quite a way with like the groove and stuff and it's it's just one of those things that really got me into drum and bass in the first place is like really yeah. kind of like intricate and cool cool drums and like do you so so you play other instruments as well do you play do you play drums at all because i haven't seen drums but you're so good at them that i'm like <laughs> is this is he playing the drums um, here is <laughs> i did for a little bit just for like just for fun it was never like a main thing or just like taking lessons and stuff but i guess i've always had like a feeling for rhythm just like playing instruments and stuff even though nothing in like the classical string world relates to like drums that I write now you know right. but it's just like other things I guess I listen to and I'm just always into like groove and melody and different kinds of just feelings you can get from certain way rhythms and like notes and stuff and I guess that's like part of me as in like the listening growing up, listening to like um, jazz and things like that, old like Motown and then into like getting older and hip hop and things like that. Like everything has just like this kind of flavor to it, I guess, for my, my food analogies. Here we go. Um, <laughs> yeah. And just finding a way to incorporate that at like 174 which is really fast and hard to just like get the get everything like dialed in but once you do it's just like it just rolls and it rolls and it rolls along and that's like my favorite thing yeah me too do you uh do you record a lot of uh i guess like your strings and, and guitar and stuff into your in your music 
I am more. That's like something I don't know. Like writing music, I guess I don't, electronically sounds weird. But that's what it is. So like, like, like in a DAW and stuff like that. Like I've been playing for so long, but only like the last two years have I started like really recording myself playing. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why. It's just like I could have been doing this for a long time, and like now here I am, and oh, it's working. I should have done this, and it's like. <laughs> But oh, yeah, I know wow. it has like a big influence and now it has more, I guess, a direct, like you hear me doing it now, I guess. Super but cool. I got away from your question. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I love that. I'm definitely, I, I mean, I think it makes sense. Like you can only do so much and you can only like learn, learn and teach yourself so much. Like if you're, if you're very focused on like, you know, even like learning the software and stuff yeah, is, is yeah. one thing and then actually getting good at producing and you're essentially like playing all of the instruments just like yeah. di- digitally like it, it kind of makes sense why you know maybe this is a more recent thing but um that's really exciting to hear actually because if, if you haven't really been doing that um but you are a very talented multi-instrumentalist if I might say um then I'm really looking forward to uh you know what what you'll be coming up with in the in the future. Um, I also did a little bit of a deep dive and I went very far back on your SoundCloud and I heard various things. So there's, uh, I heard some rock stuff. Uh, I know that you did some uh, house experimentation early on. And then of course you've got your like ambient lo-fi stuff. Um, can we expect more like exploration of other genres from you or are you very focused on drum and bass at the moment? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, there's okay. There's two parts to that. Cause first, there's like some other guy with music on my with my a lot of my profiles with the same name, and it's just like it's not me at all. Okay, because I was like, you know, I, this is definitely not him singing. I'm like, was he playing the guitar here or something? Yeah, no, that- that's not me. <laughs> I've been trying to get that worked out for so long. Not that it's bad or anything. It's just like go to your own profile. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I mean like, it's part of. Part of why I changed my uh, my name yeah. from Anastasia to the hundred other <laughs> Anastasias. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I know the I know the pain, but there are a few things that are just like um, other genres. Definitely, like the lo-fi stuff was just like me and a friend. Just like, eh, let's figure it. Let's just have like a little side thing just for fun. Um, awesome. And then there's like the whole six years before I got into drum and bass, where I was producing like house and like progressive and stuff like that. And then that was a whole thing that I got burned out on pretty bad and just completely that was like six years of just like that was like my, my learning period of just like I don't know what a what this is what is Fruity Loops what is all this stuff and then going through that and like kind of getting somewhere but it's so much more competitive and just like um saturated with people just like check out my drop isn't this dirty and it's like ah <laughs> then you get to drum and bass and it's like oh it's the same thing just to less people <laughs> no yeah <laughs> but, but i just got like kind of really burnt out on that and then there's like 2016 i just completely stopped writing music for like any purpose outside of uh you know fun weekend i have a few minutes let me just try some things and but not like I'm trying to release and put out a track on SoundCloud every week because if I don't, people will forget me. Little did I know, no one knew who I was in the first place. So I could have <laughs> relaxed from the beginning. And that's just how it is. <laughs> but like your ego won't let that happen until you just get like a, it just comes to a head, I guess, that you're like, 
you know, that that wasn't for me. Let me just dial it back and take it at my own pace. And I like found my way into drum and bass like it's somewhat like a year later. And then in my newfound wisdom, I just took my time. And then here I am Uh, like four or five years later. Wait, 26 math. Yeah, it's five years. Five years later. <laughs> I think it's also really cool that you um, have self-released a lot of stuff. Uh, I know that that's something that is possible, but has kind of uh, intimidated me for sure. Uh, and I wonder if, is that something that you might recommend for, for people just starting out who might not, you know, uh, be at the point of like connecting with some of the the larger labels or, um, yeah, I'm just curious about your, your whole journey with that because I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it depends because it's very much you're going to be fighting with yourself about it because everything relies on you. You can't be like, oh, the label just didn't post today. And so I didn't get the attention it needed. It's like I didn't post and I didn't make something interesting and I didn't, you know, self-regulate and curate myself enough to to gain attention. And it's like you don't know you're constantly learning. Like if you want to learn, especially like the ins and outs of everything else that isn't writing music, it's definitely a good thing. Because once you get to the point where you're working with labels, you understand more how they operate and why there's like a campaign six weeks ahead of time and why there's the scheduling and why metadata and publishing and all this stuff (laughs) makes is there like, and for me that, it's fun. Like that's the entire experience. Like once I get done, it's like, okay, I get to type in the names and I get to put the schedule in. <laughs> and then I come up with all these ideas about how to make people watch me. It's like, and so that's fun. But a lot of times when you're trying to do that on top of learning everything about like writing music, it can be just entirely too much. And I think the only reason it really worked out for me is because at that point, I I was comfortable with like the technical side of just like writing music and I'm always just going to progress as I go. So that kind of works itself out. And now I have time to kind of offload when I'm not thinking about that, like writing something to learn the, the businessy side or marketing or just how to like put myself out there. And right. it's kind of like, I guess to get back to your question, like it's, it depends on what you want where you are and like how much time or involved you're going to take. It's not like you have to do it all yourself either. Like I'm very much a, I have a question. I'll, I'm going to find somebody to ask that question. And if I got to be pestering for a little bit to a degree, I'll, I'll be annoying. But at the end, I'm just trying to figure out and learn something. And that's a way to the, another thing to help as well. It's just like making those connections. Like just cause somebody doesn't want to help you doesn't mean they're mean. It's just like they have their own things. So you kind of have to, you know, find that balance and find like the people who are willing to help you just to help you, you know, not just like, all right, so what can I get out of this? Because right. that's a whole nother thing. And that can drag you down as well. Just like, oh, somebody said they'll help me, but I need to do this first. It's like, yeah, right. I don't need that. But you don't know when you're in the moment, but like, give it a week, a month later, like, you know, I didn't have to bother with that guy. Right. <laughs> I guess it's like a bit of a like intuition vibe vibe kind of thing sometimes. Um, 
how did you how did you go about getting uh, onto some of the biggest labels of drum <laughs> bass? <laughs> uh, it's funny. I like say it the same way. I'm like, yeah, they're big. It's like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like they are, but then I'm very much. I don't know. I get like kind of like self-referential. It's like, yeah, well. In the context of drum and bass, they're huge, but like yeah. as soon as you like walk outside of this neighborhood, like no yeah. one knows anything. It's like, yeah, I just try to like <laughs> level things that way, I guess, to and like to protect myself. Like, you're okay. You're not. You're not terrible. People don't know you yet, but they'll find you. It's like, yeah, that's true. But I, I don't know. It's like, uh, don't. I don't know. I'm getting away from the question anyway. No, no, I, I hear you. I, I love that <laughs> yeah. because uh, I definitely, the, the self-protected thing too, yeah. my, my way about it is like, sometimes things are, are so like a, such a huge deal for me, like, like getting on UKF, like yeah. for, for me, like that was like, and I'm sure for you as well, it was like, oh my yeah. God, this is like <laughs> the dream, you know? And then yeah. if I, you know, tell anybody like in my family or yeah, like go outside, exactly. like yeah. it's not a big deal. And then it kind of... So I'm trying to also not require the validation of others and still be proud of myself for me. But that's a, <laughs> it's that's a whole other, we'll yeah. do that in another episode. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Like just about that, like similar to that, just like no one told me before it happened. I like woke up and I'm like, okay, what's on YouTube? Because that's just like my platform no of choice to confuse, to like just consume things, whatever. Like, oh, I'm subscribed to UKF, whatever. Then I'm like, I'm scrolling like, huh, wait, that's my face. <laughs> That's, yeah. it's like what okay <laughs> why no am i way. here <laughs> and then like after the fact wow. like yeah we we sent it to them they liked it so they uploaded it. i'm like you, like no it's a good thing you didn't tell me because i might have freaked out even more <laughs> if you told me ahead of time <laughs> but just like and that's another thing that's a i mean it's like a completely different topic but i guess like being over here away from like six hours late on like that time zone i wake up to everything when everybody's already experienced it basically i'm just oh my god like <laughs> <laughs> that's me like that's my song and that's a comment saying they like it like what yeah. <laughs> it's like this many thousands of views i'm like all right what do i do next that yeah. always comes up because yeah. like and of course you're supposed to be in the moment but immediately you're like all right, how do I follow this up? I don't know if I'm that good. I, did I get lucky or something like that? Yeah. I really got away from that question. No, I love that. <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's, that's incredible. I mean, you've, you've definitely come a really long way. And I guess, um, if, if you have any advice for people that are also trying to like connect, connect with some of the larger labels, I'd, I'd love to know kind of how you, how you found yourself, uh yeah how how you found yourself like on hospital like you know you've just released a, a new album as well mad flavors ep link in the yeah, link in the description the, yeah. um <laughs> you know c collaborating with people like degs and and doing some huge remixes i mean i'm sure that must be kind of a, a dream come true for you as well yeah, like, how, it's, how it, <laughs> it's sorry to cut you off please no it's it's so weird like just when that happens because like you think it's going to be like a huge like thing. And then it's just like a casual message, like email, like, Hey, you want to, you got any tracks? You want to try this out? It's like, and then you have to play it cool. You can't be like, Oh my God, me, yeah. really, really me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll see if I can fit in my schedule. <laughs> like I'll do that before I write like the real email. Yeah. Exclamation marks, all caps. Yeah, That's exactly. Me. <laughs> <laughs> but 
it's like the the base of it is just like getting to know people like it's and just like to know them to like make a relationship or like make a friend or something even though it sounds like you're in school like let's make friends like that's really just how it is and it's tough like when you're older like for whatever reason but it's like just send a message like hey i know you work with this label or this artist how how does that work how does your job as like the promotions person work or like it's an a and r how does that and just like getting to pe- know people on like a just like a human level when without any like i'm asking you these questions i'm giving you some time i hope you think of me when you need something just like just without any like pretense just like i want to get to know you and like of course after like that first message like why is this person talking to me like i know they write music i know they probably know i'm affiliated with whoever so but then like once you start talking it's like oh yeah you just want to talk to me and when something and a lot of times you might get lucky like when something comes around like they remember you just because you talked to them and gave them like a few minutes or the time of day or just like ask a question or something and like you never know who can help you out when you need that when you need something so it's like just treat everyone as just trying to get to know who they are and i mean some people let's just be honest aren't like worth <laughs> the time of getting to know because they're just like well i don't have the time for you you're like this lowly guy and you haven't released anything so i don't want to get and then as soon as you get like and it happens it's like oh i saw you had a release on hospital you want to collab bro mm. it's like Haha, mm. no <laughs> you ruined that yeah <laughs> yeah and like not not even as just like a it's like you don't want to come like that's not me like first of all it'd be like that whole like full ego like no i'm too good for you now it's just like you know you kind of like maybe we'll get around to that like but right now i the timing works out too well for you to just be like oh i'm interested in knowing you as a person yeah but can we collab after we have this conversation for five minutes (laughs) yeah but it is really just getting to know people and especially like this last year has been the biggest thing of like we're all stuck in the house stuck inside Social media has been like the thing, Discord servers and stuff, True. just getting to know people and just having conversations. Of course, we all write music and we're trying to be DJs and release stuff. But before all that, we're just people who, you know, watch Netflix and maybe have a bit too much ice cream at night. But we're like, <laughs> well, okay. yeah, we're just people, you know. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, I definitely relate to a lot of, of what you said, especially kind of the... Uh, you know, developing uh, friendships with people and you don't necessarily know if they have like ulterior motives or whatnot. But um, I guess, yeah, it's, it's funny too, because I remember back in, back in school when you were preparing for your adult life, the counselors and people would say like, yeah, like networking is so important. And I'm like, oh, that's so like fake. And like, how do you even like, yeah. but I, I mean, it's, it's true. It's so much of it is built on, like at the end of the day, it's people running the scene and people behind the scenes and yeah, that sort exactly. of thing. And <laughs> better to develop real relationships early on such that, you know, years down the road, should an opportunity come up, you've already kind of built a friendship you've shown integrity and 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 all that kind of thing um i want to talk a little bit about your what you've been up to in the last few years um it sounds like you've been doing uh some music education stuff in university and i'm curious uh what exactly that is like are you teaching music now how's how's that going um yeah now i'm 
Oh, no, I just a long pause. Yes, exactly. I'm teaching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, teaching music like in, I guess, grade school and like stuff like um like that. Like right now, I'm like kind of like substituting because I just like, I mean, this year's weird. Like, yeah, like <laughs> this year. That's this pandemic thing has just ruined everyone's thing. But no, um, I'm going to be teaching orchestra and stuff like for middle school kids like sixth seventh eighth grade cool um and that's why i'm like trying to get everything done now because i'm prepping to move across the state to kansas city the other unremarkable okay. city of missouri and <laughs> well you yeah. make it remarkable wherever you are i mean yeah <laughs> yeah i guess if you it's like if you pay attention to the one thing i do and the few good things that i am i was like yeah it looks great but of a whole, it's like, ah, yeah, it's flyover city almost. I don't know. <laughs> or, but yeah, that's what I've, what I'm doing. And I guess it's the more I'm starting to talk about it, like that side of like teaching kids and being like in music education, it's like, oh, okay, now your videos and the stuff you talk about makes sense. Because it's like, I try to apply the same thing to like, music and like creativity but with like drum and bass and stuff and at first people are like why are you talking about this just write a tune <laughs> just have fun just it's like but you can have fun and still like be aware of the things you're doing and like yourself because a lot of it is very like if you go to it, it's like almost like self-helpy in a sense but it's like i guess the way i try to put it is less like read my book and be on Oprah talk show kind of self-helpy to be just like, Hey, I'm a guy going through some things, life and stuff. And I'm, this is what has worked. This is what hasn't worked. And I try to like do that. And I, I, I guess I learned about like all like the processing, pro, like finding your own process and your own, why you think, I guess the way you think and stuff like that through like my classes and stuff and like music education and education in general and stuff like that. And it's weird to, when you like realize that there's all these parallels, it's just a different context for the information, I guess. So I mean, like, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, sorry to cut you off there. I just, I definitely encourage you to, to keep doing that and like creating the video content that you are, because I find that that's almost Sometimes I feel like, and again, this is just an assumption, but I feel like people relate sometimes even more to that than necessarily like another piece of music. Um, and then it's also kind of showing who you are. Um, it's very authentic and it's, I guess, like more relatable or also more kind of giving like a behind the scenes scoop to maybe pe people who also don't even people who don't make music and are just interested in, in you as a person and your music and kind of hearing more about your thought process in that relatable way versus like necessarily kind of like the frequency of a snare. Yeah, and what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, there's so many things about that. It's like, if you just want to know how to make any just obscure sound, you can probably find a video on it. And it's like, step one, do this. Step two, do this. But at the end of it, it's like you're left, you have this sound, but you have no idea what to do with it. You don't know how you'd like to use it. You don't even know how you think you would like to use it because you never, you know, I mean, not, I mean, some people just never think about why they do things in like a super like meta kind of way. And it's like weird. Like I get to these points 
I'll be like talking about these things, especially like in videos or something. I'll just like get in like a flow of it and I'm just talking. But then I have like these weird moments where I feel like I'm standing back there like, what is it going on about? Like, what, what, do, you, <laughs> what do you think about this? And then I'm like back into my body just like, and that's the video, guys. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it's weird, but it's necessary, I think. And it's not like necessary as in like you have to think about yourself and be super um, self-aware. But it's just like keep in the back of your mind, you do things for a reason. And it, sometimes it might be a good reason to find out what your reason is for doing these things. I don't know. That made any sense. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah. I'm very much like... Uh... I, yeah, I think a lot about meaning and philosophical things and yeah. processes and, and stuff and uh, sometimes almost too much. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think I, I'm, I also really appreciate that, that kind of stuff because I've often, or like in the early years as I was figuring out like what kind of music am I making and what am I even doing and that sort of thing, like I was very... <clears throat> like taking myself very seriously yeah. about, uh, you know, I'm trying to make like serious art that does this, this and this and thinking less about like, well, I do also want people to like it. And part of my whole like overall objective that I think I'm going to carry through for the rest of my life is I do want to make music that people that like uplifts people and that they can resonate with it versus like, oh, this is like a really intricate lyric and like, but it doesn't, <laughs> yeah. or like a really like interesting, um, like intricate, super sophisticated like melody, but then yeah. sometimes like a more simple melody so that people can sing, sing along to is like almost better. So I guess it does depend on what you want, but I just, I went through that kind of shift from like, I'm trying to make like really serious, like good <laughs> pretentious almost music yeah. to like, yeah at the end of the day, like I do kind of want people to sing along with it and not necessarily to make pop music because I guess if I did, I wouldn't really be making drum and bass. Although <laughs> I do hope that drum and bass becomes like yeah, hu yeah. huge in North America, but um, yeah, it's uh have a lot of thoughts surrounding all those things. So no, maybe wait, we'll you. do, we'll do another episode another time to Definitely. dive into that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I I do have a couple more questions for you. I um, in my research, I discovered that uh, were you part of a fraternity in school? Oh my god, you really did research that. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, yeah. I gotta ask because uh, I don't think we really really had fraternities in can Canada, and I'm curious, like, was it is it like it is in the movies? <laughs> no, and that's not to say that like, oh man, like. The guys aren't going to act like it, like they want it to be. Like, yeah, this is in the movies. Let's do this. Like, first of all, this is a music fraternity. We okay. are all, by and large, music nerds. We're not nice. about to have like Animal House level fun or something, <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah, it was. That was a that was another like I guess growing moment because like before that, I'm like fraternities. Ew, why would I want to? Why would I want to do that? Like. That whole, cause I, I mean, you just, I think of the movies and stuff like that. Yeah. But at the time it was just like, I was kind of alone. I, I just was like, I was away from home. I was happy to be away from home without going too far deep into that. But I was just like, 
here I am trying to like be the person I want to be kind of, kind of growing things. I was, I was 21 actually. And I was just like, and I was like late to college even then because like, or late in a sense that right out of high school, you're supposed to go and like all that kind of thing. I was like, well, I know all these guys. I mean, we're all music students. We're in class together. Let me just see what this is and like, just check it out. And for the most part, it was just like, yeah, just the people I normally hang out with and I'm learning to be friends with and stuff now. They're just like, now we have like a group name and it's just like we do music stuff and like have concerts or like go sing and or play things like nursing homes things like stuff like philanthropic kind of things but there are also like the partying side not like huge because like i mean if you're going to compare like partying we weren't like the frats or like the other people they're like (laughs) trying to be like the movies and like yeah bro i just had that beer and i don't it's like you know all this all the stereotypical stuff tapes to your hands not like not that they weren't trying to like do that but it's like guys that's that's not us like yeah it's i don't know where i was going with that but it was it was a good it was a good time it was good fun like i'm all i still talk to everyone now even though like most of us is like graduated and like moved to separate places. But like me getting ready to move to Kansas City, basically where I went to school, it's like, oh, I'll be like in the area where everyone, like all like friends and stuff are. And so it was like wholly a, a positive experience, but it's, I mean, it's, it's people you're talking to and like some people yeah. you don't get along with. And then some people it's like you do, you talk to every day and stuff like that. I don't know it's, if I answered your question at all. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I think I think that's really cool. I, I mean, I'm so I was curious as well because I couldn't really picture you in like a yeah, like an animal house type, like no, very no. cliche <laughs> frat. And it's it's nice to know that there are, um, you know, things like that in place where, especially if you're if you're coming from like another town, that helps provide like a sense of community. Um, I know that's that kind of maybe sounds cliche but like we are as humans like you know we are not yeah. uh, we are like I guess pack animals or whatever it's called <laughs> yeah. and so we do we do need people around us and I think especially as um yeah like in music or if you're coming from a, a different place where you don't really know anybody in that town at all to have have an opportunity like that to connect with people I think is is really cool um I mean it, I feel like you do you do a lot of that now as well like online and with your streams and with your with your patreon and that sort of thing and i'd i'd love for you to if there's anything kind of um that you want to share for people to kind of tune into or anything coming up or also (laughs) put like some links in the description and whatever but yeah if i'd love to know kind of how can people engage with you find you be excited with you about what (laughs) stuff that's coming (laughs) i think it's it's almost like anywhere really but i i like really focus I guess social media wise and like Instagram is like my thing. Cause I love, I mean, just like outside of music and stuff, like I love photos and things like that. So I like, I was into like photography and just like visually seeing what somebody's up to or what they're doing. So that's like where I am the most of the time. And then there's like, there's like the YouTube videos, which is like, and I've been pretty consistent lately with like one a week. I've been I've been keeping awesome. that going for like the first time for like a few weeks. Dope. We'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, then there's like I would stream on Twitch every now and then. It's usually maybe once a week or every other week. And it is just like 
me mixing and just being goofy like on the microphone because like most of the people who like there are just like there might be 10 15 people like they're constantly there they're like people i talk to all the time so it's really just like almost being in a room with like friends and just like whoever pops in even if i don't know i'm like hey welcome don't expect anything great but just have fun (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i guess other outside of there is um like discord is another place i'm at a lot like I like I like most people have like this past year or so like started a server. I started mine maybe like two two and a half years ago, and at first it started off as like, "Hey, this is this is my server. You can come hang out with me." And then it's like I get to know some people, and then it turns into like what it is now, which is like a huge group of just like friends and people I just talk to every day, and it has nothing to really do with me anymore other than I started it. Beautiful. And it's like kind of maintained its focus as in like, you know how many like groups and Facebook groups, like they start off with like the the best of ideas and plans. And then sometimes it's a week, sometimes the month or a year later is just like the same. Who else loves Andy C guys? Am I right? It's like, <laughs> of course we like Andy C. Can you tell us something with some substance? <laughs> yeah, it's. So it's it's been a good place and just like other various like discords and stuff. But really, if like if someone's trying to like get in contact with me like directly, just message me wherever you kind of find awesome. wherever like you want. And I'll just like it's like bing. Oh, OK. I'll answer it now or just be like, oh, I'm sorry. It's been a week. I saw your message. I really meant to answer back. <laughs> but I always get back to people because it's like I want to. Well, that's so weird. I just I got to that. Like the whole reason, like I guess I am so open and kind of like for, and I guess maybe authentically myself on like social media and internet and everywhere is just because like I want to be the person that I wish was around to help me when I needed some help like years ago. So it's like now I and like in the past year I feel like I'm in a position to help other people, and why not? You know. So it's like, I'm just, I'm here if someone needs, like music related or not. It's like, you know what, with people, I might have gone through it, I might not have. And I reach out to people that are like older and more experienced to me. And then it's like, why are you asking me questions? Like, well, it looks like you might have gone through like some things and stuff. Like now me like having a full time job and relationships and stuff like that. It's like, you know what, my friend over here, he's a dad, like. I know I can ask him things like whenever, if, whenever that comes around and it's just like the whole, there's a whole like cycle of this, like I help someone, someone helps me, yeah. another person's like, and like, I don't know, people, <laughs> I don't know what's going with that. I, no, I mean, it's, it's so true. And I think I really believe that that, that good karma is always, always gonna come, come around and it's always a good idea. Um, and I think it also kind of speaks to your earlier point. I know you're kind of just joking with like Kansas city being like a flyover state or whatever, (laughs) but I do think it's, it's so relevant nowadays that like we are building online community and a lot of what you're doing is online versus, you know, per se of like being like a DJ who's like touring and performing like a, a lot of the, all these different kinds of things that you do are digital and are online and are still connecting and helping and creating and it almost feels like and this is a hypothesis I don't know maybe <laughs> it's it's me making myself feel better for being in Canada but I almost feel like it's almost 
kind of better that we're not in like Bristol right now per se yeah. because I, I often think about like well yeah that would be really cool if you're like in the in one of like the epicenters of drum and bass <laughs> yes. but like wouldn't it then also be almost more competitive or um I mean I guess there's there's pros and cons to to whatever and everybody yeah. makes the best of their situation I'm sure like that would be super cool as well um but yeah I mean I feel like you've you're sort of like big fish in a small pond mm-hmm. type thing. And then also <laughs> using those limitations to push you further into all these different kinds of things that you've created online. Um, so I just think you're doing a great job. That's oh, nice. Thanks. That's the end of that. Yeah, story. <laughs> yeah no, it, it's like, it's exactly kind of how I've thought of things. It's just like being over here. It's like, I can't just run into somebody that works at a label or something. So I have to kind of like put myself out there, which means being on online on the internet and being able to be found. And it just so happened, silver lining of this whole pandemic being in the, being stuck inside is everyone's on the internet and everyone else is figuring out how to conduct themselves on the internet. And here I am an expert (laughs) after like two years. (laughs) It's like, oh, you want to know this thing? I got this video right here. You want to learn this? There's this. You want to hear me mix because you can't hear me in person? There's four, five, and six mixes over here. Get on my level. Not like that way. (laughs) It's like that limitation of not being geographically like away has been a strength. This like this past year because people have like things to basically binge on. Like here's the Netflix of Winslow. Let's just yeah. learn about him. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh man. Um, okay, so I've got. I'm gonna have one last question for you. Want to end on a, maybe a little bit of like an uplifting note? As I mean, this whole thing has been uplifting. So thank you so much for for sharing your time and energy with with me and with all of us. Um, I'd like to ask you if there is something that you wish you learned as a kid, or if you were speaking to yourself now as a kid, what would you, what would you say? Uh, and that's <laughs> lots unpack there. I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> me, me too. I, I could, I couldn't answer that for myself to be honest. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think it's like, the most cliche thing in the world like believe in yourself because like you just you have so many so much self-doubt and you're like you're learning that's just part of the process and like you're growing up and everything's a new experience but even though you might not know something like you still like instinctually have an idea of whether or not this is good for me or something and you just have to believe that no matter how inexperienced you might feel just like you still know yourself better than anyone else does, no matter what they're telling you. So you just you kind of have to just go with that. And if you make a mistake, don't let that stop you. Just say, hey, you know, you made a mistake. Let's learn from that. Let's figure out what worked, what didn't work and and push on. And another thing is just be, I guess as, as I got older, just like be honest with yourself as well. Just like don't stray away from a problem or a habit that you think, oh yeah, this will work itself out. This will go away. Or it's just a thing. Like, no, that's going to, even if you don't do that certain thing or think that certain way, it's always going to be like at the worst time, it's going to come back up to you. Just like, oh yeah, you remember that thing that like crushed you for a while. You want to relive <laughs> that moment. It's like, but when you're like honest with yourself, it's like, you know, that happened 
or this person did that thing. It's just like, you can't control it. You just, just got to come away from it. It's like, not necessarily what doesn't kill you, make you stronger, that kind of thing. Because a lot of things can just like tear you down, even if they don't kill you, you know? But you just have to be willing to keep going from that and, and grow, I guess. And it comes with time. As I say, I'm not that old anyway, but like I've I've always been the the old soul out of the friend group or like the one who's <laughs> the one kid. Then <laughs> my mom's like, no, I don't have to worry about you. I gotta worry about your brothers, but you, you, you'll be all right. It's like, yeah, it was a, it's a while to get to that point, wasn't? <laughs> yeah, but I guess, yeah, just believe in yourself, be honest with yourself, and like most things come out of those two things. Just like, I think yes. at least I haven't written a book yet, claiming to be an expert. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you for that. Those are definitely things that I think I needed to hear more of as a kid as well, and that I'm. More and more these days, thinking very much about believing in myself and being honest with myself and with the world. Um, there was a, a quote that I heard the other day. <clears throat> Somebody said that being honest is one of the most adventurous things you could do in life, yeah. which, which really hit me because it's true. Like a lot of what I'm afraid of is being honest, not that I'm like a, a deceitful person, but more like, you know, I don't want people to know if I'm having a really hard time with something or, uh, you know, lying to myself about, you know, whatever my issues might be. And so yeah. I'm, that's very much my, been my journey over the last year. And actually, if I, if I may shameless pl <laughs> plug, yeah. it's actually, it's, um, quite uh, a good synchronicity in that it's kind of the theme of my uh, very first album. So I'm, I'm coming out with, uh, with my debut album. I've never done that before. I've done a lot of vocal features over the last 10 years. And for the first time, I was like, okay, it's time for me to kind of create my own album. And so um, I just announced that and the first single, Sending Signals, is, is out now. Um, but the album itself is called Face Yourself. And it's all about that of like, yeah. you know, so that's exciting. Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like we just switched spots. Now tell me Ooh. about your interview. What no. was the, what was the, what was the, <laughs> the, the <laughs> inspiration behind this? No, but yeah, I know it's, it's, yeah, it's just, it's weird how just like working on yourself has such an effect on what you do. Cause like my music is completely turned around or just like even being more honest with myself I'm just like, you know what? I'm not happy right now. And then my songs are like, no, 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 no. It's just like that. And it's like, I'm feeling good. And it's like, dun, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but even, it seems dumb, but like that has a huge effect. Yeah. It doesn't seem dumb at all. Um, it's it's incredible. I uh, it's It's been really, really nice to, to talk to you and get to know you a little bit more. Thank you so much for... Being here and being open and, and vulnerable and sharing your stories. And uh, yeah, I would definitely love to to talk to you again. And uh, yeah. I'm really glad this kind of gave me an extra reason to to connect with you because I really, really admire you. And I'm always very inspired and uh, by your content. And it always kind of brightens my day. So thank you for doing that for me and for, you know, everybody around you. And I uh, just wish you all the best with all of your future endeavors. Um, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thanks. It's... 
it's like the it's the one thing I've like that's helped me out just like talking and stuff like this past year and just like meeting new people meeting you is like because I've not to embar- not embarrass you but just like fan out for a moment like I've been listening to your music for a while and just like oh wait she wants to talk to me and then like the whole day or two leading up to this I'm just like like your like your songs just like playing in my head like up till oh, now it's like no. Like uh, what was it? Window light with uh, yeah. Tomic Elliot is like it's been playing in my head. Oh all man! It's like Thank yeah, this you. is awesome. Yeah, I appreciate. So it's it. like, I wrote that yeah. right here by this window. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wind. That's the window. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Oh man, I, I appreciate that a lot. It's uh, and it's yeah, it's just a big pleasure to uh, connect with another person on this side of the world who likes yeah, drone bass. Too. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we'll definitely chat some more. And uh, thanks again for being on the show. I will put all of your social links in the description. And everybody, thanks again for tuning in. This has been Flow with the Show. Um, I've got some merch. Another shameless plug on my website, <laughs> flowanastasia.com. I haven't really been shouting about it. I'm trying to get more into the like, there are ways to support me if you really yeah, want yeah. to. That's a tough um, thing, too. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. Wish you all the best. Sending lots of love. And uh, see ya. Take care.